Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. Developing this morning, community members in Belmont expressing concerns over a proposed massive new neighborhood. The project aims to build over 600 single family homes on Davis River Road right off of South Point Road. WCNC Charlotte's Richard Devane joins us now. And Richard, neighbors sounding off last night about what this could all mean for traffic. Yeah, they were very concerned, Sarah. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning, everyone. Yeah, neighbors who live in that area are say they're welcome uh, expansion and growth, but they say sometimes it comes with a cost overcrowding. Now, as we look at video, we can tell you that if you've ever been in this area, you know that Belmont is booming, but residents say they're bummed because of some of this. There are new plans to build 622 homes on uh, 275 acres of land in Belmont. And that's on Davis Rivers Road. As developers prepared to start, there were some residents who were asking city leaders to slow down, saying they're concerned about what the project would do to its area. In a word, overcrowding. A drive on South Point during most times of the day, especially during and rush hour illustrates residents concerns bumper to bumper traffic on one of the main roads which leads residents to and from Charlotte along with overcrowding on Henry Chapel and South Point opponents of the project say they're also concerned about the project's impact on the area's water and congestion roads can't handle the traffic already you're looking at 600 some homes you're looking at four or five people at, at the most living in each home today there's two, three, even four cars sitting in the driveway. So how are you going to count for being able to get out of where you live? Yeah, and the council is, as town, town leaders say, they're still considering the rezoning of this area. Of course, those people who came out yesterday are saying, we love the development, but just not in our spot right now. Of course, we'll keep you updated on this. We're in Belmont, this is Richard Devane. WCMC Charlotte. Turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush. An elementary teacher in Cleveland County now behind bars as he faces child sex crime charges. Deputies in Cleveland County say they found Anthony Neal in possession of several devices, all containing explicit images of children. Police do not believe any of the pictures were of children from the area. Neal is now being held on a $150,000 bond. He's due back in court next month. New this morning, the family of Alicia Watts urging action from the Montgomery County District Attorney's Office. The family delivered letters to the DA's office yesterday. Watts was found nearly near a cemetery in Montgomery County more than a month after being reported missing. Her boyfriend, James Dunmore, remains behind bars charged with her murder. Watts' family still waiting to find out how she died as an autopsy has not been released. Good morning, I'm Destiny Richards. CMPD Animal Care and Control needs the community's help as it prepares for another phase of renovations. The shelter is demolishing 46 of its lost dog kennels in this phase and foster parents are needed today. More animals are coming in than moving out every day and the shelter has a deadline to get the dogs in their care a temporary home. Federal judges in North Carolina remain hesitant to stop the use of two state Senate districts. An appeals court panel heard arguments yesterday over boundaries set by the Republican-controlled legislator. The districts in the northeastern part of the state are being challenged for racial bias. The panel has not said when they'll rule on this case. Some major road improvements coming to Mecklenburg County. The State Transportation Department getting $3.6 million. University City Boulevard among the roads set to receive upgrades. Works expect to be completed by fall of 2025. And that is it for your morning rush.
Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. NASCAR driver Chris Hacker is recovering this morning after being seriously hurt in a crash near Columbia. He was on his way to Daytona Wednesday when a semi-truck crossed the center line, hitting Hacker's car head-on. He's expected to make a full recovery. Electric car maker Scout Motors has officially broken ground on its new plant in Columbia. It's the largest economic development in the city's history. The project's expected to bring more than 4,000 jobs. When opened, the facility could produce 200,000 vehicles a year. A new statue of former North Carolina Chief Justice Henry Fry and his wife now on display in Greensboro. The statue commemorates the couple's decades of service. Fry was the state's first black Supreme Court Chief Justice, and his wife Shirley worked for several community groups. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Now to connect the dots, when we make the news make sense. Pollution is changing the way flowers smell, and new research this morning shows that could have a major impact on our planet. Pollution is changing one of the best smells around. Let's connect the dots. A flower smell is critical for pollinators. Insects like bees use scent to determine which plants they need to land on. But as pollution changes these smells, nature's pollinators are left lost. Researchers say this is an especially big problem at night. They found moths, which are usually very good at sniffing out flowers after dark, were unable to locate several flowers that have been exposed to pollution. And this is bad news. 75% of the world's 240,000 plants need insect intervention to survive. Today, researchers are working to better understand how to keep flowers pollinated, even if they smell different. And that is Connecting the Dots. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, CMPD now says impairment may be the cause of a deadly crash in East Charlotte last weekend. Police say the possibly impaired driver ran a red light at Central Avenue and North Sharon Amity Road, hitting another driver that died. That driver died at the scene. Two others went to the hospital. Number two, a Charlotte woman has been charged with insurance fraud. North Carolina's insurance commissioner says the woman submitted a fraudulent insurance claim. She claims she got into an accident, but according to the court, she wasn't in the car during the crash. And number three, your next road trip could be even easier. NC Quick Pass is now accepted in 19 states. This means you can drive through toll lanes anywhere Easy Pass is accepted. Previously, North Carolina customers could only use their Quick Pass in North Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Well, we are expecting things to cool down this weekend, and if you have to fill up your gas tank, you're probably feeling cold just thinking about it. But can you leave your car running while pumping gas? WCNC Charlotte's Megan Bragg verifies. This is not New Jersey. We have to get out of the car and pump our own gas. And with colder temperatures, it's even more of a chore without that heat blasting. We had a viewer, Colin M, email us claiming he saw a person leave their car running while getting gas. So he wanted to know, can you pump gas with the engine running? Let's verify. Our source is the National Fire Protection Association, Firestone Complete Auto Care, and David Underkoffler, Editor-in-Chief at Autolist.com. According to the National Fire Protection Association, the spontaneous combustion temperature of gasoline is 536 degrees Fahrenheit. 
Firestone Complete Auto Care says exhaust components like catalytic converters can see temperatures of up to 800 to 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Catalytic converters are located underneath your vehicle. However, according to Firestone, gasoline vapors are denser in the air, so they sink to the lowest point they can find, which could be underneath your vehicle. That's why Undercoffler says you should play it safe and just turn off the car. And it doesn't take long, even if it's really cold outside, you're trying to keep the car warm. Uh, I think, you know, three minutes of not having the car on shouldn't make a difference in, in terms of safety. Yeah, I would, I would go ahead and turn it off. According to the latest data from the NFPA from 2015 through 2018, local fire departments responded to around 4,150 fires at gas stations each year. More than half of these calls were for vehicle fires. So we can verify that no, you shouldn't pump your gas while your engine is running. Firestone Auto Care says even though it's very rare for your car to catch on fire that way, it's better to be safe than sorry. With your Verify, I'm Megan Bragg. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more at WCNC.com. Join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings from 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.